0: Hey, everyone. I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing pretty well. Welcome to Quick Chat with Jay. I'm your host, Jay. I hope you've been taking care of yourself. I hope you're ready to spend a little bit of time with me. Rather you have me on in the background or, you know, you're fully listening in um, and paying attention. But I want to go ahead and actually jump into the topic of today. And it is Marvel's latest movie, Eternals. So at the time that I'm recording this, it'll be like two weeks since I'm seen, e- seen Eternals. But um, I still have some thoughts about it. And I really wanted to see Eternals because the last time I went to go see a Marvel movie was in 2019. And that was Spider-Man Far From Home. And I really wanted to see Eternals um, because it was, recei- it was receiving so much like hell and hate before it actually released to the public and seeing all that on social media well i basically only on twitter that's the only social media that i do use um i don't tweet anything i just look at stuff but you know and i just saw how everyone was talking about i'm like why is this movie receiving so much hate like (laughs) i had no idea as to why it was receiving so much but you know um seeing all that you know noise it made before it actually was released to the public I was like okay when it does release I hope I'm able to see it and um, just really see like what the heck are these people talking about so luckily I was able to see it and if you don't know um, Eternals was getting like reviewed bomb on IMDB and it received a really low rating on Rotten Tomatoes and people who already like seen the movie they were calling it a mess and saying it was boring and You know, just with all that, that's really why I was like, okay, let me see it for myself to see what the heck you guys are talking about. And I mean, I was already excited about this movie because I'm already familiar with most of the actors in the movie, such as Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie, Brian's Tyree Henry and Kamal... Non-Gianni. I noticed some of the other characters. I, I'm sorry, I'm not really a big Game of Thrones fan. I know that there are like two actors in there from Game of Thrones, but I'm really not that familiar with them. Um, But you know, with those familiar faces, and this movie seemed like something totally different from Marvel, I was really excited to see it. And I don't really have expectations when I go into a movie, because I feel like when you set yourself up, um, with expectations before you see something you're like kind of doom yourself to somewhat have all these already like you already have these opinions formed about it but you haven't even actually gotten to see the final products so I was like I just want to go in blind I don't want to know anything I don't have no opinions about it before I go in I just want to see for myself and then I'll form everything afterwards but um, before I get into what I liked and what I disliked about the movie, I actually want to talk about what the movie's about, and this is your warning. I'm about to go into some spoiler territory, um, so don't say I didn't warn you. So, three, two, one. So... The Eternals are this group of individuals that were sent here to Earth to protect the planet and the humans from these beings called Deviants. The Eternals also helped human civilization make technological advancements since like 5,000 BC. Um, The movie flips between present day, which is the year 2023 in the MCU, and in the past, which is basically almost all of the time humans have existed on this planet and it's showing the Eternals and how they were then and now. So through all those years, the Eternals fought against the Deviants, wiping them out, but they were still staying on Earth just in case the Deviants might reappear. But while on their stay on Earth, they were instructed not to interfere with any human conflict unless it involved Deviants. So anything like the wars we had, they could not get involved in a refuse to get involved. The main conflict of the story happens when the leader of the Eternals, Ajak, played by Sama Hayek, dies and the leadership is passed on to Cersei, played by Gemma Chan, and she speaks directly to, with the being who sent them on their mission to Earth, Rishim. So Arishim is a celestial who created the Eternals and Deviants along with planets, stars, and life forms in the universe. The Deviants were sent to the planet to kill predators that could have gotten in the way of intelligent life growing on this planet. But they started evolving and they started hunting everything um, on the planet, including humans. So with that being seen at Orisham, he sent the Eternals here to Earth with the task of fighting against the Deviants. And when... We see Arisham and now it's Cersei who is the leader of the Eternals. He tells her the real reason they're on Earth. And it is so that, okay, because this word kind of got crazy for me. So he sent the Eternals to Earth because there are these seeds that were planted in many planets throughout the universe. And those seeds give birth to a Celestial. So long as the population on that planet continues to grow. It's called the emergence. And when a new celestial is born, it destroys the planet and all life living on it. So Cersei learns that and tells the others so they can try to stop the emergence. So basically, that is like the main conflict of the story. And um, I have to say story-wise i thought it was pretty cool because that's not something we've really gotten in the mcu before i mean earth is always in danger in the mcu but nothing like there are these huge celestial beings out there that basically have been pulling the strings with everything you know since the beginning of time and arishan being like i think he said it was the oldest so him being the oldest and really knowing what's going on and having that plan too that a celestial was born and it will basically destroy all living life on that planet. Which I thought was kinda of crazy. because um, you know, when you think about I don't know, unless at, at least for me, I know sometimes I think about like, what if this was happening in real life? And I think about it, I'm like, that would be so freaking scary if that was happening in real life. Um, but yeah, that is basically the plot of the movie. I really did like the movie. Um Speaking of liking something, let's get into my likes and then let's get into my dislikes. So my likes. I really did enjoy the story as a whole, like I just said. I love the fact that we are now getting more into the space side of the MCU, aside from just the Guardians of the Galaxy. That is like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2 are my favorite movies, or some of my favorite movies, let's say that. But yeah, I'm just glad that now we're expanding on like the space side of it. I really do like the characters. Like, my favorites have to be Faistos, who's played by Brian Tyree Henry, Dina, played by Angelina Jolie, Makari, played by Lauren Ridloff, and Druig, played by Barry Cohen Don, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, um, those are like my favorite characters. I really like Faistos because he has like the power, he's like the creator of things in the group and so like he creates most of the technological things that humans have had throughout history so i really did like his power and also druids because he can kind of like mind control people honestly while watching the movie i thought he was going to be like us like the rogue eternal to go off because i'm like when you can control people's minds like that's kind of scary <laughs> because it's like you know I can control your mind, and I'm taking your free will from you. So really, even with Druid stuff, I'm like that's scary as hell. Like I could not imagine, really, like having a collective team and then having someone being a mind controller. i will be like, uh, you know what? <laughs> huh? Like really, you could do anything on your own. But just remind me not to piss you off. But um, those are like my favorite characters. Um, I really do love the love story that's in there. And no, I'm not referring to Icarus and Cersei's. Um, I'm talking about Makari and Druig's love story because it has to be like one of the cutest things I've ever seen in any movie or all time for all I'm concerned. I do like the showcase of their powers. There are a lot of characters in this movie. I think like 12, maybe I might be wrong. 10, 10 or 12. Um, that number does dwindle. Um, by the time the movie is over. But um, I do like it. Um, I do like the characters. Um, they're very distinguishable from each other with their power set. And because with their powers, I feel like that was... it. Seeing their powers made it easy for me to differentiate between who was who because it's not like any of them had similar powers and that could have gotten mixed up because you're like... Because one of them makari actually she's the speedster so she runs very fast so imagine they had another person who ran very fast that would be something that would confuse me be like okay i can't keep track because there's two people run who run fast and i don't know who is who but um yeah i really do like that um and each power really did like show how strong they are in their own and how they can hold their own in a fight and so i really did like that another thing i do like things do feel very human and personal in this story. And what I mean by that is the movie was selling us on the fact that these characters have like strong connections between each other and they have a very strong bond and, you know, they're basically like family and it definitely like, it definitely showcased that. And, I think that because I felt like the love and I felt like the tension between them, you know, like you can tell when, you know, like if you're in a family, sometimes you can't stand somebody for um, a certain amount of time or you just can't stand them at all. And, you know, you're just kind of like, you can feel that when you walk in a room, you can feel like, oh, these two people do not like each other. (laughs) Or you can see when people are in love and like these people are so in love and I really did like seeing that in a movie. It makes it feel like... it's. And I feel like in such a big thing, like, in a big movie like that, because the thing is, I won't say MCU doesn't have, like... Because MCU has a bunch of love stories, but sometimes it doesn't come across as intimate. I'll say that. It felt very intimate. And I feel like the only love story, that other love story that was on, like screen that on the big screen and then on a small screen basically tv is wanda and vision that's the only love story i really felt from the mcu movies and it was just very different to see like in eternals that the love that was felt you could feel it and it felt very intimate so i really did like seeing that. i really did like the big reveal learning about where the eternals came from and the real reason for why they were on their mission um it was really surprising i was not expecting that reveal at all and i really did like it i feel like it's one of the best reveals um i've seen in any movie from this year and the last thing i like um the visuals there were some really great visuals in this movie this movie had like some of the best and most beautiful visuals I've seen in any movie and I think that's thanks to Chloe Zhao and her team Um, phenomenal and um, now that I've talked about my likes let's talk about my dislikes so I don't really have too many dislikes um, for this movie Um, I know some people say that they feel like the time the movie was which was like two hours and um, some change of minutes they were saying it felt like it dragged along I don't really feel like it dragged along. I didn't feel like it was too long, and I didn't feel like I overstayed its welcome. Um, well, I'll talk about it later with like how some things did feel long, but uh, yeah, I'll. S- but I don't feel like it was that. It was not really boring. I felt like every character, most for the most part, they held my attention, and you know, um, I was interested in learning who these people are, and you know why these characters are the way they are. So um yeah but moving on dislike so one thing i just don't like is how they wasted a villain in this movie so there's like kinda sorta a main villain um named pro who was a deviant but he's the one that's like more involved than the other deviants like he's i believe he's like the only one that can actually talk him while the others just um, screech like dinosaurs and roar like they're lions, but um I don't like how he was killed off. Um because it just feels like they wasted a character. And as much as I like these movies um, in the MCU, I and this happens with so many of their movies, I really do not like how they kill off so many of their villains. Um because it always feels like it's a wasted potential. Like Ulysses Claw from Black Panther. I don't feel like they really should have killed him off. Um Oh my god, how am I forgetting her name? <laughs> but you know, um Oh my god. Thor's sister. How am I forgetting her name? Hella. Oh my god. But Hella, you know, like with Hella. I don't like how they killed her off and understand what some characters or some villains you kill them off to be like all right the hero fought the villain end of story now they're moving on to the next but it's like have them come back i know like in comics comics versus movies is very different because you can kill a character off in the comics but they'll always come back in some kind of way unless it's like a very permanent death i know with the movies they're trying to keep a more realistic thing like you know Um, Well, realistic. But they try to keep it realistic with, like, someone dies, they're not coming back, unless we definitely have another plan for them. But, yeah, um, some villains, I don't really like how they kill them off. And um, with Crow, he's one of the villains I would have been fine seeing sticking around for the next story, because the DPS and the Eternals, um, they were both being used by Rishim. And I feel like they could have found, like, common ground with the fact that they've both been played by this celestial um who is using them from for his own agenda and for his you know um own purposes and they were just pawns in this big game he was playing but you know i think about it i'm like then again the deviance is um, the Eternals have been fighting for like thousands of years, so I don't know if they'll be best buds just because of that. But I really would have loved to see Pro show up in like Eternals 2 maybe, but you know, I I don't know. They just kill off villains way too quickly. And I'm like reconsider killing your villains next time, like because they can definitely stick around for something else. Um But yeah. So another dislike. Which I don't know I can't really say which is like a dislike it's just I feel like there could have been more showing than telling and I say that because I've learned like in writing and especially when it comes to things like film and television um it's better to show what you're trying to tell us than rather literally telling us you know like obviously there has to be dialogue in a movie um because you know we just can't guess what's going on. So that's why we have dialogue and the characters will say things to us, building up the story or even explaining things. But I feel like too many things had to be explained. And you know it's like you can explain things to us through a visual rather than just saying it. And most of the time it is a little bit better showing than telling. Um but yeah, that's just one little issue I had with it. And I don't know why I felt like they kind of fell on it because they had a good scene um, that I really did enjoy that was more like it walked that fine balance between showing and telling. Like this scene I'm referring to is with Feistos, um, and Ajax, And if you don't remember, Faistos is played by Brian Tyree Hit. Brian, Tyree, Henry, and Ajax is played by Salma Hayek, and you know, Faisos, he was in Hiroshima after the bomb drop there, and you know, he's looking at all the destruction, and you know, he tells us how disappointed he tells Ajax, but basically telling us, the audience, like, how disappointed he is that humans used his technology, because you know, he wouldn't directly speak with humans, but he'd give them I don't know how he did it, but I guess somehow he would like plot ideas down to be like, hey, this is a idea. Maybe you shouldn't make this. But um yeah, so and because he is the technological person of the group, he did help like make the atomic bomb basically. And you know, it's just there was so much emotion in that scene with seeing Faisos crying and Ajax having to console him, him in that wasteland after the bomb was dropped and i felt like you know it was so good of a moment where showing was better than just telling us you know so that's something i really did like um seeing it but i wish there were like more moments where it's more showing than telling um then again this movie was like it was long So I guess they just, they did try to make sure they put a whole bunch of exposition so they can like let us know what's going on, but um, yeah. And also I saw the movie like two weeks ago, so I don't remember everything (laughs) like that, but I do remember having a feeling like, I feel like you could have just showed us instead of telling us, but yeah. But um, those are really my dislikes. Uh, There probably are many more issues, like how other people had with the movie. But I didn't really find myself disliking too many things about it so um, I know one thing people kept saying is that they wish it was a Disney Plus series instead instead of you know a movie but for me I really don't I can see why and they say they rather want it as a TV series than a movie because there are a lot of characters so um, they could have been episodes dedicated to each specific character or you know um you know, just seeing them, I don't know, just the dynamic between them throughout those thousands of years they've been living on Earth. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, maybe they might do it in the future, but I don't know. I felt like this movie was okay enough that I didn't need a series for it to have everything explained to me. I felt like I could follow it and, um, you know, what we got was... I oh, don't know. Enough. It was satisfying for me. For me, it was satisfying. I'll I'll say that. Um, but yeah, I do think it's kind of unnecessary. Fight me about it. Anyway, um, that is my episode for today. Um, I would rate Eternals like a good seven out of ten. Um, it is one of my favorite storylines we've gotten so far throughout the MCU, and I am interested in seeing where the story will continue. So. As I did mention, that is my episode for the day. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I have to say, it is very good to be back making my episodes. Um, I don't really talk too much about myself on this podcast because that's not the kind of podcast it is. I don't really talk about myself. Um, but in case you're wondering, like where I was, if any of you are old listeners, um, and you're wondering like where the heck were you? Um, school. <laughs> so I had to do homework and things like that. I'm almost done with school. Uh, I did get a job. So my job has been taking up some of my time. Um, I am glad to have a job, but, you know, that really has been making me, like, tired. (laughs) Um, So I get more, like, I'm sleeping more now. Um, I used to have, like, insomnia, but now I've gotten a little bit better at going to sleep. So, um, yeah, that has happened. So work school sleep that's really what it is and sometimes i don't find a time i don't make time for myself to make my episodes but i'm glad to be back i hope that the last like this will be um the last time i take a long break from my podcast like i was gone for like almost two months i think yeah two months because the last time i posted something was like in september so um yeah, it's been long, but hopefully I'll be back this Saturday with a new episode. Uh, remember, I do upload my episodes on Tuesdays and Saturdays, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I don't use my Twitter, but um, you can follow me on Instagram at Pod. And if you need to reach out to me or if you want to reach out to me about anything, my email is quickchatj at gmail.com so you have that and i hope you all having a good day or night at the time you're listening um thank you so much for listening oh yeah um thank you so much for the people who've been listening like while i've been gone. i really do appreciate that i <laughs> i don't know why like every time i see that people have been listening i get like excited because i'm like what people are actually listening to my content that i'm putting out so that always makes me happy and i'm um, very happy that you guys have been listening and hopefully enjoying um the content but um yeah with that being said i hope you have a good oh i hope you have a good holiday because the holiday is coming up so i do hope you have a good holiday don't eat too much um to the point your stomach hurts but eating enough that you feel satisfied (laughs) but um yeah bye everyone take care